listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Saw an advertisement on the weekend, Alex Tyson, as I was heading into the city to be a part of Brisbane's River Fire Festival. Mm. Um, huge event. Happening, but it made me realise, you know, and if you don't know Brisbane's River Fire Festival, we're talking fireworks. Are we talking Michael? Was Michael there? As in uh, Irish dance. Michael Flatley? That's River Dance, isn't it? Oh, River Dance. Yeah, no, there's River Stage at Brisbane, there's River Fire, and there is just River. Uh, But no, River Dance was Um, neglected by the inclusion of several very big planes. We had the C-17A Globemaster. (laughs) You see one of those? You ever see one of those in action? They're huge. (laughs) Oh, man. That Um, sounds made up. (laughs) We had a couple of RAAF EA-18G growlers zooming between the Brisbane Towers down the river. Growlers through the towers. Yeah, well, they don't do the dump and burn anymore. They used to do the dump the fuel and just burn it out the back. That'll singe your bloody toupee. But um, no, nah, it was just, it's all eco-friendly now. These woke army types. <laughs> scared to dump a little bit of fuel. Over the city of Brisbane. The screaming lefties <laughs> have got their way. Give me the jet fuel fumes. Is this the This is the oh. world the left wants. No fuel dumps <laughs> no over the Brisbane fuel River. Dumps over Unbelievable. The river. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway. Yeah, well, typical. But, but no, what I was going to say is, I also saw, and I'm very excited to say, that on the 23rd of September in Brisbane is an event called 10,000 Kazoos. Oh, wow. They had that one of those in Melbourne recently. Yeah, they did. And we, yeah, and, and, yeah, and that just goes to show that Brisbane's its capital of its own now. You don't, no, you don't just not. get the good events, mate. Get your own ideas, <laughs> Brisbane. Melbourne had 10,000 Kazoos. Come up with something else. Gone are the days when Radiohead would only visit you. <laughs> Yeah, you can have Taylor. We've got 10,000 kazoos who are going to be descending on Victoria Park as part of Brisbane Festival. I think it's the 23rd of September. Very exciting. Anyway. Are you going along? Uh, I will see. <laughs> you know, I have, a sounds... four, I have a four-year-old at home, so I have an alternative way to hear <laughs> annoying things all the time. All right, well, we'll see you how know, we go. Annoying noises. So I don't need... Um, 9,999 friends to be blowing kazoos. I've got a personal kazoo player at home. But it is a numbers game, is what I'm trying to say. 10,000 kazoos. It's not the only number I saw over the weekend. Uh, There's a few special numbers out there at the moment, one of which is 29. We're about to find out why in a moment. This is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Happy Monday. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Yes, well, it was a very large weekend. Uh, thousands of people trapped at Burning Man in the sludge in the desert oh. when it rained. That didn't look like a fun to, time. about to talk about that. <laughs> um, well, we had Johnny Farnham lend his uh, massive song, You're the Voice, to the Voice campaign for Yes. Um, so I expect to see a few ads rolling around with um, some bagpipe hitting you. It's funny, isn't it? Because Johnny Johnny did allow his song for The Voice to go, but then Eminem has banned his song from being played by at Republican True. Uh, conventions. They're saying, don't lose yourself. 
<laughs> He's saying, no, don't lose yourself in the, in the music and the moment. Think about this. It's a big, big decision you're making. Lose yourself from my phone here. Yeah. yeah. Do you know I, do you know I sung The Voice? By the way, you're The Voice at my high school graduation with the really? big band. Really? Yeah, absolutely butchered it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if people think yeah. I've ruined mother and son, they don't want to know what I did to John Farnham. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, Matt O'Kide getting a cease and desist letter from the, the Farnham lawyers. Uh, but there was no bigger events over the weekend than one Bron Doizak's birthday! Yay! Yay! There she is, birthday Bron. Hello. Hello. How'd it go? It was fun. Mm. It was good. Good weekend. What fun. did you do? I, um, 29... Yesterday, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just hung out, did some family stuff, went down to the beach. It's a real placeholder age, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. I know. I'm feeling the the rot starting. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The decay. <laughs> the decay is Body just teeming with termites. <laughs> oh yep. Right about now, you start becoming a fixer upper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hoping someone will flip you. Now. Bron, we um so few lunches, dinners. Steve, Steve put on a show for you, the partner. Yeah, went down to the beach, had a nice lunch, dinner with family. Well, you know, all the dads really stole my thunder yesterday. Oh yeah, Rude. is it always Father's Day on your birthday? No, not always, but it's usually around the same time. Yeah. Hope you giving. Hope you're giving your dad's all day breakfast um, on Sunday, and by that I mean giving him this podcast as a present. That's. <laughs> Always the it's, it's one what thing any that dad would want, really. Dad, dads want. Even dad, my dad in Ghana right now. I'm sure you're listening, mate. <laughs> Shout out to you. We're not geo blocked into Ghana either. No, but Bron, um, I believe that our man Alex Dyson has. Uh... Oh. You want your prezi, Bron? Oh, isn't that sweet? Because I got to tell you, this is all Alex. I had <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing to do with this. You want your prezi? Yes. Well, I'm happy I'm to shocked. give you the. Official story, a kid, a ball, a dream, the Andrew Gaze story. There you are, in book form. Hold it up to the camera. Wow. There it is. There is our man, Andrew Gaze. Oh, my God. Almost five-time Olympian, Andrew. I was watching Andrew Gaze on um, Rose Gold, the Boomers documentary, uh, recently. And and every time he came on screen, I was like, oh, Bron. (laughs) You I just couldn't think of, you couldn't not think of you. Could you tell us the backstory again of uh, Mr. Gaze? I don't want to. <laughs> Go on. It's okay. You're a married woman now. You know, you can it's have on. crushes. He, I, no, it's not a, it's not a, like a sexual crush. It's just like. <laughs> sure. It's a, you know, he's, it just seems like a great guy. <laughs> Well, he, is, yeah. he did give you a ring one time to he say did. hello. On the inside of this book, it says, happy 50th, Ian. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, that might have been an old Father's Day. Uh... <laughs> 50th, that's about 17 years ago oh, now. Did you find that on the shelves in Warrnambool, Daiso? No, that, I think that was in a box heading to the op shop. And I'm like, no, no, no. I am giving this to the one person who I know <laughs> will appreciate it. And I tell you what. The boomers needed Andrew Gaze over the weekend. Did you watch Friday night, Bron? Stay up late and watch the watch, watch us get done by Slovenia. No, I knocked didn't. out of the FIBA World Cup. No, didn't oh my treat goodness. myself to that. But we no. did qualify for the 2024 Olympics, right, we France? Did. We did, but um, we won't be going past the group stage. It's a bit of a shame. I mean, I'm oh. on Australian sports team fever. You know, after the Matildas, watching the 
boomers. I was getting a bit frustrated because we we're losing by about 10 for the whole game. Um, but my next, my recent Australian, you know, sporting obsession, Ange Postacoglu. He's your mum. Australian coach in the English Premier League and his team is like killing it. They won 5-2 over the weekend. I would love to talk about this because Ange Postacoglu got absolutely smashed while he was in the A-League. Mm. The haters, because I, this I is I saw the- a TikTok pop up and- Craig and Les were having a big old crack at him. Yeah, well, I'm very annoyed still about the treatment that Ange Postacoglu got because when he was in the bloody A-League, they treated him like garbage. <laughs> and that just goes to show how much Australian A-League fans are absolute losers. <laughs> now, <laughs> sorry. Just the, the breath. You could hear Matt O'Kind on the edge of the cliff oh, going, yeah. oh, you know when people get to the top of the 10-metre diving board and just go, oh, I better go back down the stairs. Well, and as Matt's someone like, who oh, was should I? I booted from the SBS <laughs> TV show, the football show, by all of the legend, the, all the legendary A-League fans, they got the head of Ange Postacoglu on a stick a couple of years ago. Mm. Now I bet they're all groveling. Absolutely no. groveling no, on not. their knees. They're pretending it didn't happen and are oh just getting on God. board. No, exactly. Because <laughs> they're anyway. the most self-hating group of fans I've ever known in my life. <laughs> anyway, um, this is taking a little turn from our wonderful producer, Bron. It's, it's your birthday. Sorry. Happy birthday, Bron. We'll see you later for some clickfish. Thank you. Yes, you'll see me soon. Fit check. <laughs> Well, Matt O'Kine, as we mentioned, it was a very big weekend in news, and you've had your eye over it in particular, the uh, the Matt and Alex News Hound. Yeah, that's right. And look, I'll, I'll admit now that numbers were never my game when I went to high school, and um, I went actually to my high school over the weekend as part of a uh, little Brisbane Festival dinner thing that they were doing, and it was reminding me of what I was good at and what I wasn't, and I thought, you know what? I should have been better at numbers. And having seen a bunch of news recently where numbers seem to be quite prominent, I thought the world is a bit of a numbers game. Let's do a quiz in which numbers are involved. All right. How are you at names though? Numbers, not so good. Are you good at remembering people's names? I, at one stage, had a keep document, as in like a notes document on my phone, yep. in which I needed to list key people's names <laughs> that I would encounter daily. So it would be like Heath, man at coffee shop across the road. So you're in there, you see Heath, you're like, oh my God, what was I'm his like, name oh again? My God, you pretend to name? text someone. <laughs> and, and then I'd be like, oh, guy at coffee shop, it's Heath. Yeah. And then I'd use that. Yeah. So I have used that as a strategy right. before. Well, that could be a good strategy for our producer, Bron, who's just got us two callers. If we went with her original plan, it would be... Um, Everett and Courtney, who's calling, calling us. In fact, <laughs> we're joined right now by Matt and Alex. Hello, Matt and Alex. Hello. Hey, how you going? Now was this a plan, Bron? Did you do this on purpose? No, this, this wasn't planned at all. Now, let's start with you, Matt. Why do you, would you think our producer, Bron, might have thought your name was Everett? Oh, that's my last name. There you go. Ah, oh, <laughs> there you go. Some people's you... Insta handles, they're hard to g gauge what a first name is. <laughs> and what about oh, your... do you? Do, are you one of the people, do you put your last name first, Everett? Matt. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> just Mr. Everett. Mr. Everett, I presume. All right. Well, what oh, about yourself, okay. Alex? Why would Bron have thought that uh, you would have been Courtney? Uh, that's my wife. So I'm obviously being stitched up here. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Alex so doesn't even want to be part of this quiz. When Bron's like, who wants to be on a quiz? Courtney goes, just... oh, my husband, Alex, will be part of it. Thank you. Here's his number. <laughs> Where, where's Courtney now, Alex? Um, she's down the hill somewhere. We're actually on our baby moon in Noosa. So she's down on Hastings Street somewhere, and I'm going to go pick her up in a second. Well, she's going to be annoyed that you're late, but you're going to be like, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, you're ready to so, play Meadow Kinds. Wait, wait, wait. Can we not look past the, the fact that by pure chance... We are talking to Matt and Alex, and Bron didn't plan that at all. That's that's some birthday luck right there. Do you think that's not that's wild? <laughs> well, look, um, okay, let's let's get stuck into it. This is a little bit of a. I'm going to call this game. Have we got some music? So maybe some empanada lounge or something. Oh no, yep, that's some good quiz music. And this is a game that's called "It's a Numbers World." <laughs> it's a Numbers World. Oh, yeah, you might think you're getting smarter in a numbers world. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, numbers world with Matt and Alex, joined by Matt and Alex. Question number one, Matt O'Kine. Okay, a bur- the Burning Man Festival uh, in the United States that first started in San Francisco but has now moved to Nevada Blackrock Desert. Uh, has seen how many attendees trapped thanks to a serious storm. Buzzing with your names. Matt. Matt's there. What do you reckon? Oh, maybe 80,000. 80,000. 80,000. Is it to the nearest how many thousand, Matt? I was going to say to the nearest 10,000. Um, Alex, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'll go 70,000. Oh. Well, Alex, you have got it indeed. It is closer to 70,000, approximately 73,000 people oh. trapped thanks to insane oh. amounts of rain. Oh. 73,000 people yeah, and in literally, the slop. Literally, they're saying no one is getting in, no one is getting out. <gasps> it is too unsafe. Only emergency services vehicles. And so people like... Diplo and Chris Rock were trapped there. <laughs> it's like knee-deep mud in places. Like, if you think Splendor looked bad last year, this is serious business. So keep an eye out on that. This is a man-made city that they activate once a year for this particular festival. Oh, I reckon if Alana's Morissette's was still around, she'd use this as in the ironic song. A, a festival called Burning Man is now absolutely flooded. <laughs> Rained out. <laughs> Rained out. Um, all right. So there you go. Alex is up one. Uh, okay. Next question. Wait, she's still alive. I didn't say she was dead. Oh. I was saying she was redoing ironic. <laughs> <laughs> You've got me really worried. I was like, what? What happened? Is there something no, we I didn't heard. know about? Um, all right. Here we go. Matt and Alex, are you still with us? Yep. yep. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. According to the Sarajevo Times, approximately how many pigs have had to be sadly euthanized due to the African swine fever that is sweeping through the region? Right now? Yes. Oh, no. So as of the last few months, more than how many, and I'm going to say this, unfortunately, we're going for a number again that is within the tens of thousands. Buzz in with your name. Alex. Alex again. Oh, Matt, you're quiet. You didn't even want to take a punt, mate. No. I'm going <laughs> to go right. um, 65,000. 
Gone to 65 now. All right, Matt, we're going to go with the uh, Larry M. De Price is right. Um, Yoda lay he who rules. Uh, we don't want to get anyone to go over, and it will be the closest under. So what do you think, Matt? Oh. Mm, I'll say uh, 71,000. 65, oh, 71. What Matt, is it? it was closer. It was 40,000 pigs. Ooh, 40,000 winkers. And meat wasted due to this industry crisis, says independent.co.uk. And, of course, Sarry Over Times is the original news source that I quoted. It is serious business that is happening over there. So the point has been lost to both of you. Alex, still up 1-0. Here we go. Two more questions. All right. right. According to Nine News, police in Canada near Toronto uh, have warned drivers to keep their windows closed after a truck spilled crates carrying how many bees onto a road? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Matt. Matt, this is your chance to get redemption, mate. I'll say 10 million. 10 million bees. Uh, Alex, Alex, what do you reckon? I'm going to go 1 million. 1 million bees on the truck. How many bees buzzing on that truck, Matt? There were 5 million bees fall off truck on the road. I think that means that Alex has taken the cake. That's it. Congratulations. The most begrudging uh, quiz contestant of all time. Dobbed in by his partner, Cordy. But now, going home with his very own Matt and Alex Crumbag. Congratulations, Alex. You've done it, mate. Uh, That's the best thing that's happened on this holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Forget what's in your partner's stomach. Let's just go with the bum bag. Hey, you two are almost pregnant, by the way. You can carry this new baby around your waist. Yeah, exactly right. The Crumbag fits perfectly. Are right near any <laughs> womb, uterus, whatever you need. Um, but baby moon, is that after or pre-birth? Pre-birth. Oh, incredible. And how far away have we got? How far away are we? Uh, we've got about another 14 weeks to go. How about uh, that? Nice. Well, very exciting. Uh, make the most of it. Go into lots of small places with steps that don't fit a pram because you won't be entering them for about two more years. Good advice. (laughs) Thank you very much, Alex, and commiserations, Matt. We really appreciate you playing, and uh, we'll see you next time as part of uh, Matt and Alex's It's a Numbers numbers game. game. It's all about numbers. You'll feel smarter when you know the numbers. Click, 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 click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Well, she usually has to trawl the internet for the worst but most tempting news stories of the weekend. However, today, I've got a headline for you. Oh. What's this? You will not believe who was spotted driving a Toyota Camry <laughs> through the streets of Melbourne. Was uh, Bron? Are you a <laughs> you a Camry driver? No, I no, I'm a Yaris driver. But um, <laughs> I was talking to Alex off air. Just feel, it was we're sitting in silence for a good few minutes. I was like, oh, all right, well, let's start a conversation. Alex said, "Shut it down. Don't talk to me off air. We need to save this for the show." Yep. What I was trying to say to Alex was, when I was driving into the office today, 
I saw a guy driving behind me in a Toyota Camry. Whoa, whoa, not just some guy. Who... Don't say look like, say it was. It was Ashton Kutcher (laughs) in my mind. Wait. Okay, I'm going to have a little quick look. Yeah. Is Ashton Kutcher in the country? I don't think so. But was it old Ashton Kutcher or young Ashton Kutcher? I think like, like Ashton Kutcher as is. Yeah, I doubt it would be a different time traveling Ashton Kutcher. I think it's today's Ashton Kutcher would be driving around. Um, but that's that's big news, Bron. Yeah, just down King Street in Melbourne. Was um, Mila Kunis with him? No, by himself. And in the, I in the Camry almost ri- missed a green because I was looking, <laughs> <laughs> looking behind me in my rearview mirror, like, "Geez, that's Ashton Kutcher." <laughs> Did you give him a little Kutcher wave, like? Just acknowledgement that it was Ashton Kutcher. I I should have. I was too. I was lost in his eyes. Mm. Well, yeah. But did he? I mean, does he? St- does he still have it? Even through the tinted windows. Oh, he's got it. He's got it big time. All right. Well, there you go. It's interesting choice of car that you when he's in the country <laughs> you'd be driving. Though that sort of leads you to believe, Bron, that it may have been a looky likey. Yeah, I just thought you know he'd at least have you know he'd have a, a bit more of a luxe car. I mean, I drove a Camry when I, like, my dad, my dad had a Camry for quite a while, Mm. suburban dentist in Brisbane, Mm. Um, and I drove it, you know, to visit my girlfriend at the time in high school. Just, I feel like for someone who is, you know, a world-class Hollywood star, and that's not to take anything away from the Camry, great car, very reliable. (laughs) It's just, yeah, I just think it would be a pleasure have that sex appeal that a Hollywood star would go. Unless he was sort of punking you. Do you know what I mean? Like, unless it was a, like, he's like, mm. you pulled up at the lights and he's like, ha ha, punked. It is actually me. I was just trying to trick you. And then you'd be like, oh my God, you got me. He had no know. idea what was going on inside my head. <laughs> but he's probably like, why is this person not moving in front of me? <laughs> Give you a little beat. Yeah. Well, there you go. Big news you can take away alongside some other big news, Bron. What have you actually clicked on this weekend uh, on your birthday weekend? Working on your birthday. This is from Lad Bible. Headline, Brits stunned by German version of a full English breakfast. Wow. Oh, okay. I mean, look, so many things get lost in translation when it comes to, you know, cuisines crossing over uh, borders. Mm. I mean, I dare say, I don't know how many Japanese sushi restaurants include cream cheese and some of the other ingredients that I see going on that train around, uh, you know, doing the loops in some of these Brisbane restaurants. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, what have the Germans done to the, the British breakfast, Bron? So... Basically, they gave this person, so it's a British person who went to Germany, they gave them a full English breakfast. It was exactly as is, <laughs> whoa, whoa. but, but... Okay. With... I was going to say the stunning thing was it was exactly the same. I'm like, you found it. It's the worst article. <laughs> but there was an addition of a small bowl of fruit. Stunned. <laughs> Absolutely stunned. <laughs> so this... Who thought that they would write a news article about this? So whoever it was, they've tried to make up the word count. Have a, This is some of the sentences. They were presented with something which, while it seemed mostly fine, had a rather unexpected addition. Naturally, people had some strong opinions about the added extra. The breakfast itself seemed more or less what you'd expect. <laughs> 
But they had a little inbuilt dessert, which was a little bowl of fruit. Mm. Well, I guess the only thing, the only positive I can take out of this, Bron, is that the, you know, our grandparents would smile at this, that this is the, the biggest news story between, you know, the culture clash of Britain and Germany um, <laughs> <laughs> that we're writing articles about. I mean, the one thing I'm taking from this is the wholesome nature of we've come so far as a society that this is the things that Brits and Germans are going back and forth about. A bit of fruit for your brekkie. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for informing us. Now that we know that if we ever travel to Munich, Berlin... Stuttgart? Is Stuttgart in Germany? Hamburg. At least we're going to get a little bit of that melon. So thank you very much. And thank you for listening to another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And one last time, give a happy birthday to Bron. Let's sing her out, hey? Shall we sing her out? Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday dear Bron. Oh, it's a happy birthday. 29 years old, it's a numbers game. 29 is a numbers game. Ooh, have a little bowl of breakfast fruit for your German breakfast. (laughs) That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.